Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So I got three things I want to tell you about today. First, about me causing a ruckus on the dance floor. Number two, I want to tell you about my new favorite sailor. And then three, of course, we're going to do a dad joke at the end. So the first thing, causing a ruckus on the dance floor. So something you might not know about me is basically I'm a gifted dancer. That's right. It's it was more like it's my gift to the world. It's not something I hold in for myself. It's what I like to give back to others. So I'm familiar with most of the popular line dances out there. My problem is I don't know the order they go in. Like I know all the steps. I just don't know quite like the order they go in. So I've been known to uh, mislead some people. So on two different occasions in my life, I've done that. Let me tell you about one time. This is a few years ago for my wife, Jessica's 40th birthday. We went to the three caves dance and one of our favorite bands was playing Juice. If you're familiar with them, Juice is an awesome band. They actually played at our wedding. So we like to go out there. If you've never been to the Three Caves dance, seen the kind of music out there, it's so awesome the way they do it. If we could ever get out of this social distance thing we're going on here, give you a chance to get down there. Really, really rec- highly recommend it. So it's a lot of fun. So anyway, they play the wobble. We're out there. Juice is playing the wobble. And you know what happened. So a bunch of people froze on the dance floor. There was confusion. Several people were thrown off by what was going on in there. But you know what? You know what they needed? They needed a hero. They needed a leader. They needed a ginger. So what happened? I did my thing. So I got out there, and I, like I said, I know the steps to the wobble, but I don't know the order they go in. But you know what I did? I did it with confidence. <laughs> I did it in the same order, the messed up order, but they were all there. It's like misspelling words, but you got all the words there. It's like uh, someone being dyslexic, spelling words for you. Basically what that happened. So I went in. I went, I did big things. Everything on the four count. I did the steps you're supposed to do, but I did it with gusto. And then a funny thing happened. People started following me on the dance floor. Those poor people had no idea. They're like, well, this guy knows. looks like he knows what he's doing. So they started following my lead, doing the same messed up dance moves I was doing. You know what it was like? Have you ever seen Can't Buy Me Love? When they're doing like that uh, anteater mating ritual or whatever happens on there. And everyone just starts doing the, the weird moves. Just because he goes in there hard, he acts like he knows what he's doing and people follow you. So I want to tell you about three lessons that I learned from causing a ruckus on the dance floor. Basically, number one is you have two things you're in control of. Attitude and effort. So I coach football. I've been coaching football for a while. I coach football at the mighty Eagles of Challenger Middle School right now. And that's something I preach to my guys all the time. Hey, you don't you don't have control how big you are, how fast you are, all these different things. But you do have control over how hard you work and your attitude. You know, if you have the will and the effort and you can do all these things, you have control over the rest of it kind of take care of itself. The same thing is like if you're exercising, you can't control your genetics can't control if you have a super busy scale you kind of do but basically your busy scale is kind of what it is right now and hundreds of other things you have no control over you do have control over how much effort you put into it and whether or not you're going to stick to it so if you have a choice why not go hard right and the number two one of my favorite quotes is psychology trumps physiology that's for one of the top gurus in the fitness world alan cosgrove Oh, he sounds like uh, if James Bond was a fitness guy. So Alan, so it's spelled A-L-W-Y-N, Cosgrove. He's amazing. Awesome dude. Real, real big leader in the fitness field. Anyway, that's one of his quotes. And that just means there's a lot more you can overcome 
by going all in with the help of others. You don't have to have the perfect exercise program to get results. You don't overthink the exercise you do, how many times, how many days. If you get in a group atmosphere especially, it's been, it's been proven to increase your intensity, overcome fatigue, and get better results. There's people in prison, they don't have exercise physiology degrees. They don't have all these different things. All they do is they go in there and they go hard, right? That's what they have control. They know exactly, and they just their intensity overcomes a lot of things. I don't recommend you going to jail to get results, but you do have control of your effort. So what it is, psychology trumps physiology. So it can overcome a lot of things if you use your mind rather than your body. Number three, be careful who you follow on the dance floor. They may not know what they're doing. All right, now I want to tell you about my favorite sailor. So this is, I don't always want to bring you good news, especially with all this coronavirus stuff going on. There's so many negative things in the news. How about the good news? It kind of gets covered up. I want to tell you about Juan Manuel Ballestero. I've been worried about saying that all day. Uh, basically, his dad's 90th birthday was coming up, and he was definitely going to be there for his 90th birthday. Uh, the problem is his dad is in Argentina, Juan is in Portugal, and all international flights are canceled. So what does he do? He does what sailors do. He sets sail, son. That's what they do. So he sets sail in mid-March, and about 75 days later, he finally gets to land. And it was not a good trip because he tried to he tried to go to port somewhere and re, resupply and all this stuff, but they would not accept him with everything going on with the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, whatever you call it. I'm not gonna call it that other thing. Some people call it, but they denied him. So his food supplies were getting low. He ran out of fuel at one point, which is bad uh, if you're in a boat. I hear, and he also ran out of wine about halfway through. So he got stuck. There's ten days with no wind. He's basically just out there at the whims of the sea. Uh, he had to get out of his boat and scrape barnacles off of his boat. There's sharks in there. He's going through all this just to make it home to his dad. So pretty cool. And then he finally lands 75 days later. Then after just all the things you have to do when you get there, you get tested and quarantined and all that, 85 days later, he gets reunited with his dad's birthday and a really cool picture of them together. Uh, I saw that on the internet if you want to look that out. Juan Manuel Ballestero, shout out to you, man. That is amazing. Way to show up for dad's birthday. All right, we're going to finish it off with a dad joke as usual. I want to tell you about when I was growing up, my parents told me I could be anything, anything or anybody I wanted to be. But it turns out identity theft is actually a crime. Well, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Be careful on the dance floor. Watch out for people, what they're doing out there. You may not know what you're doing. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of our episodes as they come out. I think this is needed in people's world right now. So please remember that positivity is a choice. Choose wisely.